Welcome to episode 6 of Inside Kevin C. On this episode, we have one of the best melee players Idaho has ever seen in Nick Cowan. Uh, he's been a good friend of mine for a while now, ever since we met through melee, of course, a couple of years ago. And I really enjoyed my conversation with him. We talk a lot about melee, of course, uh, what we learned about life from melee, you know, what we can take from it and apply to other areas, and just career and meaning of life stuff kind of in general. So it's a great conversation. I definitely recommend you uh, listen through all of it. And uh, once again, let me know what you think. Just because I don't um, I don't have as much of an incentive to try to be good at it or work toward that, I, I guess it's been like five years now of playing this game. Only five years? Yeah. <laughs> Half a decade, mm-hmm. and um, I think through like put it, putting myself through um, tournaments on like it, like nationals and stuff like that, and seeing how I measure up, the only way that I could really go for it is to move away, which is something that I've always known. But now that doesn't sound like a good thing. Like I'm more content to just you know a couple times a year go have fun at a national and maybe see some old friends and yeah um it's it's weird coming to terms with like maybe i'm just not like i don't i don't got what it takes you know to like be (laughs) uh good enough at melee to be like a sponsored player or something because that's that would be the goal right like to have it be supported just to make it sustainable yeah sustainable that's that's the word um but that doesn't, I guess it doesn't really change the fact that I love the game itself and the community and um, being a part of it is still really good. It's just, I'm no longer like Ash Ketchum. <laughs> I want to be the best. So what do you think has been the impetus for your lack of incentive? Just getting older. And also I want to be able to use my hands when... Is that like, a real concern is. or is it like... <laughs> that's something people say. <laughs> well, it's like, are you me, playing enough for that to like? Well, that's the thing. Like, I did for for years. I was practicing, like, like grinding spacey tech. Yeah. And um, not really doing any sort of maintenance, uh, like no stretches or hand health. Yeah, hand health. <laughs> it's kind um, of cringy, even. Yeah, I know, face. right? That's so funny. Um, but. Now, I've realized that the other things that I love to do also involve my hands, like <laughs> like playing guitar and okay, golfing yeah. and um, being a barista. Uh, apparently, true. is kind of carpal tunnel-y by nature. <laughs> and um, that makes sense. Yeah, I, I guess I'm just wrist flicks. Yeah, so <laughs> just that flick of the wrist. Uh, <laughs> so I'm trying to figure out. Because I don't, I don't think I'm, I'm going to like absolutely destroy my hands playing in nationals like a couple times no, a year. Definitely not. Um, but it is still something I have to be conscious of because when I do go, I, I'll play for like you know 12 hours at a time and probably playing box the yeah. whole time. So I definitely feel it by the end of the day. 
I'm like, you need to switch characters. Uh, take, again? Take a more yeah, chill. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's like... Play some Ganon. That is... The... <laughs> Dude, I'm not that much of a masochist to be a Ganon main. I know. Ganon fucking sucks. I like to fantasize about that. Mm. We all have those masochistic tendencies, being a Ganon. There, but yeah, it's not. It's not a good deep look. Deep down, it's just like, no, can't do it. No. Plus, switching characters has been the bane of my melee career. So I'll just try to be good at. You have. Oh what? A lot of characters. Falco, Demar, Defox, kind of. Sorta. It's more like uh, Falco to uh, like posing as a Marth main. And then not really like grinding any of the matchups, just thinking that Marth is really fun, and then getting mad when I lose because I have shit in shit in neutral. Which like you gotta play neutral. I mean, <laughs> you yeah. Be a Marth player. I guess yeah. You, you're bad at it con compared to like Zane or like real <laughs> legit Marth players. Yes, but even then, Marth like players. I mean, you can beat pretty much anyone around by whip punishing. True. Yeah. And that was the general idea, uh, but I guess that there's some Idaho Smash things at play there with like how yeah. we play melee compared yeah. to the rest of the world. Um, it's very like boonga boonga y at times. Yeah. Uh, you're probably the exception, but I think that like when we when we first started, it was like Dom. Jack, Jared, who else? Like at the top. When you so roll funny. up to your first smash at eight yeah. Sunday night. Yeah. <laughs> like who's on the who's couch? There, yeah. At the big the big setup. Just like chatting and <laughs> just flexing their alpha yeah. energy. Um, um, yeah, I mean it would have been those people. Even yeah. then I felt like the Jacks and the Jareds weren't all that consistent. Well, no, that's showing up. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Mostly Jack. Like, shouts out to Jack. He's always kind of been a ghost. Yeah, sick at volleyball. Yeah. But I guess what what I was trying to say is that they just kind of run at each other. Yeah. And that's sort of how I learned how to play the game with like other humans uh -huh. because I was a like a tech tech monster when I first started. I'm probably like the same amount of technical now than I was five years ago, <laughs> which is so fun. No, I can ledge dash. I couldn't ledge dash at the time. What about like pivot shield dropping and stuff like that? Well, that's like, I don't think that's all that technical. It's just like new, it's not. You're hurting my ego right now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry guys, it's hard to break it to you, but holding left and then clicking yeah. Uh, yeah, ninety-nine percent of people in the world can't do it. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> we are the one percent. <laughs> Dumb. Oh gosh. Yeah. So much time. Yeah. So you mentioned getting older. Do you feel like? Oh yeah. Literally, there's just been like mental states changing. Like, do you think it's like a little bit almost biological that you just feel less <laughs> interested for some reason? Do you well, think it's like? the fact that it's been five years that's sort of just like a little bit I think it's like maybe two years ago 
I would have this same feeling of like, uh, like I'll go on a trip and it'll be fine, I'll have a good time, and then I'll feel bad about the way I placed or like uh, how I was playing. I'd be way too focused on the result than like the, the experience the process itself. Or, yeah. yeah, and and now, now it's, I, I can focus on just every now and then I'll go do it because it's something that I still love. It's just I can not pour so much energy into it because it's not worth it. Like I don't see, um, like what do I gain from that other than just being real, real sad on a six hour car ride home. Um, yeah. You gain the, it's fantasy, I think. Yeah. <laughs> like, for me, like, I can just, suddenly there's like a melee video suggested on YouTube, and it's just like, pretty quickly I can go down the rabbit hole of like, oh, I should get back into it. Yeah. Like, well, I could I, do this differently or whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a mix of like, Boise just being a tough place to get consistent practice, even, even through net play now, like, Unless you have amazing internet, <laughs> it's still like not fantastic to play like a net play Falco that lives in NorCal. Like, oh god, no, nope. that's like a whole other <laughs> kind of frustration. Um, I like two different games. Yeah, yeah. one game is Spot Dodge Shine, <laughs> yeah. and the other is I can't punish the Falco for Spot Dodge Shining. <laughs> <laughs> so much fun. Wow. What a fun game. Um, I, but as far as... Um, I guess there's like a little bit more sense of urgency to like try to get my shit together. Like, because I turned 24 in a week, actually. A week nice. from today. Which is fucking weird. I beat you there by a couple you, months. You did, yeah. <laughs> What's it like? What's it like it's out the there? Yeah. <laughs> There's weird, like. Uh, Although technically, I guess I'm in my mid twenties now, right? Twenty-four. I think so. Yeah. Ugh. It's kind of scary. It is. So playing melee for long, long periods of time, um, it just doesn't. I can't feel as good about it as I used to. Yeah. Um, which sounds really upsetting, but it doesn't really feel all that bad. Cause I, I think I've, I've, I've learned. Well, I don't think I know. I've learned so much about myself and, um, like, just how much I love to compete. I guess that's like the main takeaway. Um, I just love being in that environment. Sometimes, like, right. <laughs> it's more of a like. I, I don't think I can make it, uh, like, make a career out of competing in anything. But something about scratching that itch from like childhood. Uh, like, I don't know. You play sports and like that sort of thing. Like, yeah, I loved. Yeah, I've always loved competing. Oh, it's so much fun. For whatever dark psychological reason that lies inside. Well, I guess it's... I don't actually believe it's evil per se, but right. a lot of it, honestly, well, for me, can come from insecurity or Well, whatever. I mean, I if know. anybody seen you play Melee, maybe they would know that it comes from a dark place. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I, it just makes me think, alright, I don't know how many times I'm going to reference anime in this, but we had, you have a quota. ping pong, okay, yeah, yeah, <laughs> ping pong the animation. <laughs> As a melee player. This is why you've been trash talking me in ping pong. <laughs> you've been, you've been, <laughs> well, I've seen up. ping pong. No, no, no. I, okay. I watched it like three years ago. And I thought it was great. Okay. Then I watched it like last week. And really think that it's something of a masterpiece. Just because of um, the character work. Like anime sort of... Like... The, the relevant characters usually will have an arc, but like every single character, like the amount of screen time that they get, they have some sort of development for like, like or insight to the kind of person that they are and how they express that. Mm. And like for the main characters, that's through competing, like Smile and Paco. They each... it's a sports anime. It is, but it's more of like a coming of age story. And, oh, is um, it? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Mm -hmm. Or just trying to figure out what is important to you and um, how, just because it's different from your friend or whoever, like, it doesn't mean that it's wrong, it's just what works for you. So, like, Peko, uh, his, his whole arc is, like, doubting, doubting his talent or what he really wants in the world and then it just sort of slaps him in the face that like he's been given such a great gift for or a talent for ping pong and he has to put in the work and then he sees the result but that doesn't work for everyone because kind of like me I can grind melee for however long but when I'm in like a tournament setting uh, I get burnt out and like I don't have enough practice against like whatever matchup or certain play style. Uh, it's it's a weird thing to come to terms with that like uh, like you just don't you just don't got what it takes, and that's okay. You don't you don't got what it takes to be the best in the world. At, at something something right. that you really care about. Like <laughs> like there's a side character who is amazing uh, in that show that I never saw myself in you know three years ago when I was lost in the sauce of melee. <laughs> but now, now you he do. yeah I don't remember his I think it's they called him demon he's one with the, the glasses and he's like know. a total yeah. oh wow well, it's fine he's like a total dick at the beginning of the show and um, he just well let's see he beats Paco through um, like his his hard work, like he has no natural talent, but he's been able to. Nice, he's the Rock a... Lee of ping pong. <laughs> <laughs> yes, perfect. <laughs> no, I don't want to talk about Naruto ever. <laughs> um, That's the only anime I've ever seen. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Uh, but <laughs> anyway, <laughs> he he beats Becco, and he's like, uh, just kind of shitting on him for not working hard enough and now his work has finally paid off. But then he reaches another level of the game where only like the best of the best can stand and he just doesn't measure up. And then that sends him on like a very introspective uh, journey that results in him like, like he, he's kicked off of his ping pong team or whatever. And then he comes 
like he works for a while he comes back to a tournament like a year later um, and instead of thinking about the game like like who's going to win he is thinking about why they're playing and um, if they are really enjoying it or just what their motives are and for the, ca the captain of their team like there's just so much pressure on him and he never saw it before and it just like really tears him up he's real upset about it and it's it's just funny it's such a satisfying arc for somebody that was such a major ass to have like right like he, be he becomes so empathetic and it's just like yeah that's good writing that's good I writing see. in a show <laughs> um interesting yeah or he was i guess he was just so self-absorbed and he realized that and now or like he just learned to like, think about other people i don't know <laughs> that's a pretty simple concept but like i guess anime doesn't really do that all that often um i wouldn't know in when well, 12 episodes too or 11 it's that short it's that short yeah are that's they why like you an hour watch each or? no they're like 20 minutes oh. and it says so much dang yeah and that's just one that's like like i said that's like a side character arc that isn't like sure it hits you but not nearly as hard as the characters that, like it's real work and development um it's just such a good show and it i, I can't help but uh draw the parallels to to my own like my own relationship with competing and um the kind of adult that i would like to be and um so do you you feel like what is the place of competition then in in, in my life in your life um post sauce post sauce yeah i feel like i am i was bathed in the sauce and now i'm like drying <laughs> drying out uh it's <laughs> It's weird because it's not like those. It's not like the fire is completely dead when when I'm in when I'm in. It'll the probably setting. never be completely. I don't dead, think it will know? be. Yeah. No, no. Uh, <laughs> I really just love um, how everything is in that one moment, like for you know a ten minute set of melee. Like it's a. Uh, it's a conversation between the two players and it's like such a complicated game that I would think that the one who has put in more work will win and that doesn't always happen but I think that me melee is just so weird it's just I guess the perfect way to, like, the perfect balance of, like, being able to express yourself through your gameplay and, like, the rules of the game don't hinder you in any way, unless you're, like, playing Puff, I don't know. Um, it's free, yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can do whatever you want. But I guess that's that's specific to me. Like, I guess competing in a general sense is mostly about the moment. Like, it doesn't matter, like, what happened before, uh, if you can just you know, buckle down and um, figure out what it is you need to do to win. Um, that kind of satisfaction, like like adapting, I guess, like if you um, are figured out in the beginning and you can process that at the lightning speed that is required, <laughs> um, that sort of satisfaction is just 
really something. Um, so is that something you think you can find in um, other avenues, like your career or <laughs> my career? Um, yeah. Nice. Because that would seem like a beautiful thing if you could sort of uh, trick yourself into. <laughs> well, it's funny. My professor actually brought this up. He's like, it's funny how we always talk in in terms of trying to trick ourselves into doing things versus <laughs> just yeah. just doing them. Yeah. And uh, but like, if you can sort of unlock that ability to experience that satisfaction or view it as competition hmm. when you're doing something that otherwise would have seemed mundane or right. like a slog. Well, I guess what um, prevents me from from doing that most of the time is uh, the the medium. Like, like I was trying to say earlier, how melee is just so it's such a good game. Like, I guess for example, like I wouldn't want to play uh, football because I think that the rules are dumb and I think that the game is bad. Uh, and that could <laughs> hot be... Hot take. Yeah, it is a hot... Uh, I guess it's kind of a hot take. Um, this might be the only part so, of town you're allowed to say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. We're in the right place. Um, so that could be applied to, like, I guess um, if I had to work for, like, some corporation and right. the, the way of competing would be like you know whatever grunt work and um appeasing your superiors and assuming yeah that that's yeah. the end of the story i am assuming a lot with that uh i guess i just haven't found something that that makes yeah. sense to draw that that parallel to in in the way of my work just because i i've really only worked in coffee like and I'm, I would say that I'm good at it now. And I'm sure you're really good at it. Well, thank you. You've never served I, me coffee, but... Well, maybe if you would come visit sure you me, <laughs> you would know. Uh, but I am at a, a point now where, like, um, if I wanted to continue doing it, I'd have to be in some sort of, like, management position. And that just doesn't... If you wanted sit. to continue doing it? If I wanted to... Like make it a real more career type. Yeah. yeah. Make more like of a livable yeah. money situation, <laughs> and because like I'm, I'm fine, but it's really interesting. Like I'm fine being poor, but it's only because I have no, like I don't have to provide for anyone. There's nobody like counting on me, and I think that that's a very. Uh, that's like the biggest difference between um, somebody that is just so career driven, like whatever their motivation is. I doubt that it's, or well, I don't know people, but I find it hard to do things just for myself, like like the, the sense of urgency to make a lot of money or um, just be generally successful. Like if it's for your kid or your spouse, whatever, I think that that would be a little bit easier to to use as motivation. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. Interesting. Well, you're probably not wrong about yourself. You might be, but uh, <laughs> you know yourself better than anyone else. Yeah, I guess, well, I'm just, I guess I'm 
doing the, uh, I've been trying to, to do less of like the collective you, like, you know when you do this thing, oh, and instead really? saying, you know when I do this thing, okay, and yeah. like take some ownership, because uh, that's such a funny thing that people, to like, try to reach out, like, please understand me. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of slipped in there, it's, yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't notice it. Well, no, because it's just such a common thing. But oh, thanks, that is what you're what you're really saying. It's the royal. It's like the royal you. You're everyone does this. Yeah, not but... just me, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> Please. Please. <laughs> uh, but that 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 has been on my mind for like a career thing. Um, I feel like you kind of almost need to saddle yourself with like outside obligations or other. Is it you think it's people specifically, or at least like expectations that? Well, I guess it depends on. That makes me think of of parents, your relationship with your parents, um, yeah. and how much pressure they put on you. Uh, or, or I mean, even just like internal. Sure expectations that you sort of project onto other people where it's like I'm talking to them I'm telling them what they, what I do for work and I'm putting thoughts of them judging me into my head absolutely yeah uh, and I'm these these days I'm really pleasantly surprised by like most people in our age group of just um, whatever it is you're doing but it's like oh okay Cool. There's been a lot less judgment for like being on, I guess, uh, like an, I don't know if unorthodox or like non-traditional path of like work or school or whatever it is, yeah. just because we've, or I have heard, see, <laughs> I've heard so many horror stories of people being lost in the sauce of a, of like a, traditional education and career path and it's unfulfilling and that's such a big fear because or a big fear for me because then your obligations are through like your own debt or um, you're in too far I can't go back now yeah. that whole thing the sunk cost yeah and um, I, I think that I'm glad that I have avoided that um, or at least for now I have uh, I, I, I I guess there are advantages to um, not, like just being kind of non-committal yeah. or not having anything that like really keeps me rooted or grounded here. Like I can, I, I could go wherever if I wanted. I'm starting to want it less, which is interesting because I, I been, like you, you grew up in Boise, yeah? yeah. Well, now I'm an adult in Boise, and I realize what everybody was talking about, about how this is a good place to live. Yeah. Why yeah. your parents moved here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and that's so funny. I had so much resentment for this this place, but what I've learned is that it's more resentment for, like, Meridian and that area of town, not so much this oh, area. Oh, interesting. Yeah, because I never really lived on this side of town. Um, and now everything, like... Like every romanticized idea of like living in Portland or um, you know just whatever hipster town. Uh, what about SoCal? I know you wanted to 
live there for a while. See, that was only for, for melee. melee. Yeah. yeah. And <clears throat> that's being, part of the fantasy, I think. Absolutely. Kind of just grinding it on a floor somewhere. Yeah. Which now I, I I think I'm more in touch with like what I actually need to be happy, um, or at least for like right now, because I know that that's subject to change. Um, but I, I used to shut all of my other needs out or like put them on the back burner as long as I could play Melee or, um, I could, it, it really was, it was just Melee, Melee Central. Yeah. Um, and now I like being two minutes away from work and I like being able to ride my bike to fun places like this. Like I uh, have people that I really love that I live with now and um, like my uh, relationships in general are just a lot healthier than they used to be because I, I'm not spending all my time on melee. playing melee and like reading like weird existentialist manga and um, <laughs> like it's so funny because I like I'm just such a depressive person and when I, when I think about what I used to do to try to combat that, it's like, of course I was fucking miserable. Like, I would isolate and read and watch sad things that made me sad. Yeah. <laughs> like, I never gave myself a chance. <laughs> like, now I go outside and I'm in the sun and I'm like, ah, oh, yes. D. Yes. Gotta start taking some, some 1,000 IUs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess it's just being more in touch with, like, my... Which is more holistically, like spiritually and emotionally and um, physically, not just stimulus for wanting to make myself feel smart or uh, like, well, this is the thing that I really love, so I should really like pour myself into it and not try to be more well-rounded in general, um, mm. which also makes me feel like I'm getting older. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know, I kind of feel like I'm still searching for that one thing that I can really pour myself into and just like, sure. work really hard at. That has like, other benefits besides just like, melee or, you know, whatever, uh, something that pays the bills, something that garners relationships, something that is not going to be stale after a month or two or two years or however long, yeah. Yeah, and so I was going to ask you this earlier, but it sort of struck me that like maybe Melee could be that thing, you know, like I hear about lots of people who are super happy in their careers and it takes up like let's say a third or slightly more of their life um, or their day-to-day, -day, seven days a week. It's pretty wild. And um, yeah, they they enjoy it, they thrive, apparently. Um, <laughs> and they make a good living off of it. It seems to fill more than just the need of like having money in the bank or being able to buy, you know, this or this basic thing. True fulfillment? Yeah. <laughs> um, and really, like, what is the difference between, you know, 
having a more stereotypical career type job and being a melee player, well, maybe a lot of it's just how you're going about it. Like, I'm just kind of, this is just off the cuff, like, I kind of have felt like for a while that melee is kind of like a dead end kind of thing to go. Oh, sure. But it's also like, well, if we're looking at how we're behaving for the end of melee, the end like of the melee. melee as an end. Oh, does that okay. make sense? Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> we're all. <laughs> no, I'm a prepper for melee. Um, it's my car. About to get hit by this dude. Oh boy, we're already hit. <laughs> I didn't hear anything, but. Um, <laughs> Stressing. Yeah. But, yeah, like, if you can find a really good way to monetize Melee, that's, like, decent. If you find a way to make Melee highly social versus, like, four hours a day you're spending, like, alone grinding, like, if you can sort of incorporate the things that make other people happy and whatever their profession is into, like, a profession as a melee player, streamer, coach, whatever. I wonder if you can actually like transform it into something that's um, not only like financially sustainable, but like mentally, spiritually sustainable. Because we've seen that like a select few can make it financially sustainable. Select though. Yeah, and yeah. and we don't even know how perhaps mentally or whatever. Yeah. sustainable that is for players it seems shorter than personalities but even like it's weird how that works we really haven't seen if people can spend 50 years in esports <laughs> yeah and well justin wong is pretty close right <laughs> i mean <laughs> I don't there, there are people who are more on the management side of things who i remember getting into starcraft back in 2010 who are already like people well within the scene. Oh, they, like. They, they're already established, so I imagine okay. they've been there for years already. And so, I mean, we're getting there, but. Sure. I, I almost wonder, like. Yeah, maybe just the fact that it's a video game doesn't have to entail that you're sort of shooting yourself in the foot long term, not only sure. financially, but um, mentally or whatever. Well, I think uh, it depends on what you want to do. not to encourage with... you to... <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> it depends on what you want to do with Melee. Like, I, I am a, I'm a player. Yeah. Like, and if I... Um, what a weird... I haven't thought about this. If, if I would be, like, a coach or just whatever, just not a player... It would be settling in a way, but I would still be involved in Melee, something I really love. And I don't know how that would feel, and that's an interesting thing I'm trying to think of. Uh, like what it would look like. Like I'm 60, and like Melee is, you yeah, know, we're well beyond school. 20XX. <laughs> melee school. <laughs> yeah, I'm, you're the headmaster. <laughs> <laughs> I have like a star pupil that's like, 
like the sickest mess you've ever seen. Yeah, like something, Isaiah Blake. Yeah, so, <laughs> something ridiculous. I wonder if that would be fulfilling. Um, and I, I would like to think no, just because. You would like to think no. I would like to think no, because I would want. If I really uh, think about why I got into melee, um, it was to be the best, to try to um, climb that ladder of, of the top players and uh, having to. Maybe this is an ego thing. Now that I think about it, like, like, uh, like, oh, he can couldn't make it as a player uh but you worry about the haters not that, that like this my own like my own thoughts of myself would be well i couldn't make it as a player but i couldn't apply myself to any other like avenue or any of my other talents so, so I, you want to be a player in whatever i guess so realm. well because now what i've been spending all my time with or putting all of my energy into instead of melee is, is music mm. and that has been really fulfilling and I haven't even like actually done anything with it I've just been playing and it makes me feel nice so I guess if I if I were to deny myself that to become well I actually well I wouldn't have to deny myself like I could play music and be a melee coach oh, man living is such a trip <laughs> Trying to find a balance of yeah. what you can turn into I mean, yeah, a career. You don't have to come up with any answers here, you know. <laughs> it's, no, 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 I know. Well, this is just something. The process, that yeah. It, the I, thinking process. Yeah. Well, it's it's on my mind pretty often, just because, <clears throat> um, like I was saying earlier, the the sense of urgency is just getting a little bit more intense, and I'm not entirely sure why. And maybe that'll, maybe that feeling just comes and goes. But, um, it's weird. I, I never really have struggled with that. I've just, maybe like some nihilistic, uh, like, oh, well, it, I'm just gonna die anyway one day. So I might as well just live a life of hedonism and mm -hmm. search for any sort of, like, joy that I can get in, in that one moment. But, I think that's also because I thought I was going to die tragically young, so uh, I don't really think that anymore. So now, planning a little bit for my future seems like not that bad of an idea. <laughs> it's just not something okay. that I've ever really done, so I don't know how to do it. Hmm. And that, I don't know why I ended up getting there, but... <laughs> well, it is tough because if you don't have any idea what you want in the future, you can't really get there yeah. you know it's always good to start with your goal think about that and then work backwards say well what's it going to take to do the thing before that and then right. so on and so on putting so it what do the, I do right now to move in that direction putting it into steps is a good idea Yeah. but I, I fear like I'm just so subject to change like one of the only constants that has been melee and even that is starting to sort of fade away um i think it'll always still be there a little yeah. bit like like you said <laughs> just not as intense as it once was yeah uh so 
I can't, I can't trust myself, <clears throat> or at least not, not completely, that whatever step I'm taking toward like a, an end goal is the right one. Um, but that might just be overthinking it. Uh, I think, because I, I struggle with that too, like, I've, for most of my life, been highly introspective to a fall. I think that <clears throat> in ways which have just, like, prevented me from acting, and acting yeah. is, like, acting and getting experience is how you learn a lot of things, whereas if you're just in your head, like, you can learn some things, but probably not as many things and you probably won't be as confident in the things that you learned because it hasn't been borne out right. in the world but uh, yeah. now my sort of view on moving forward is like even though I don't have a like ideal career in mind you know sure in the future like I want to be rich let's say but like <laughs> as far as rich, how that's happening what does rich even mean like yeah, yeah what does that look like not needing to work, basically. Oh. So financially independent. <laughs> oh, okay, gotcha. Or, yeah, or I just love work so much that it doesn't matter. Gotcha. Like okay. cliche. I never worked a day in my life. Yeah, that's such a funny it. thing. Okay. <laughs> I've never met a person like that. I mean, I, I've met people who say that, of course. But, sure. like, everyone I talk to is like, I really like my job. Or, you know, people my parents' age always really like their job. But then you see them, like, you catch them on a certain day, and it's like, yeah. it's terrible. Well, how, how old are your parents? Uh, 61 and 57. All right. Yeah. So they're getting there. They're getting to retirement. Yeah. Man, good for them. Yeah. But, I hope. Uh, real quick, let me finish yeah, yeah, sorry. this point. But So the idea for me now is, like, well, I'm going to do something. I'm going to act, get experience, and... Ideally, I'm going to be picking something that is going to help me learn skills that will be more or less universal. Sure. So, even if, like, I spend a month or a year or two years doing something completely unrelated, uh, you know, topically or unrelated in 95% of the ways to my, like, true career, whatever that means, <laughs> sure. I'll have, like gain something that can benefit me long term anyways I think there's a lot of validity in that and that's that's something that one of my roommates has talked about um, he's so they, they own their own um, soda company oh really? Uh, yeah it's super rad um, they're like wow. sort of medicinal or just uh, <clears throat> like health health oriented um, because they they'll use herbs from their garden and then get like local fruits and um, usually like like six ingredients and it's like the most delicious thing like like a turmeric and uh, lemon ginger that's one of the most popular ones it's like made with apple cider vinegar and uh, sweet oh, wow. honey oh, super dang. fucking good man. <laughs> so good and the only way that they were able to get there was pulling from all of their past jobs. Like, like he worked, the, the guy worked um, in a brewery for like almost a decade. So he learned 
a lot of, you know, of brew process in general. Um, and then his his lady, uh, she is an herbalist. Like she she went to school for that, and she also an herbalist. Worked. What what does that even mean? She just is very knowledgeable about um, like the health benefits to certain plants and the way that they interact. I guess. Oh, okay. Um, so like, interesting. Yeah, it's like super. Uh, well, not. It's like. I guess more like Eastern medicine from okay. what would yeah. be for for her. Um, That's the thing that jumps to mind. Yeah, not just not traditional like Western medicine, I guess. Um, and I mean, shit, I have experienced like I was sick as a dog a couple weeks ago, and she pulled out this like funky. I don't even know what it was. Um, it well, looked you ingested like, it nonetheless. Well, <laughs> well, I trust her. Yeah. Um, she made me this tea out of, I think it was turmeric and turmeric. How do you say it? Turmeric? Turmeric? This has been bothering me. See, I learned the right way. There's either a, a first R or not. Oh. And people always get it backwards, and now I can't remember which one's which. Well, it'll yeah. be a mystery I think forever. It's turmeric or turmeric? Okay. I can't remember if there's a second R. Well, a very, a very good plant for you. Yes. Uh, but it was that, and then some other blend. I think it was from China, actually. Oh, uh, okay. And it, it was wild. Like it was so That's disgusting. The first time but uh, the next day, I felt almost completely better. Really? Yeah. So they take some of that knowledge and. Yeah. Are they? Put it so in are they? Thing. Where are they? Like, are they? They're at the stores. Are they at farmers markets? How do they? they so they bottle were, it. So yeah, um, they they just got their own like facility to sort of like like make them able to produce in like a greater volume. Oh, really? And so then I think they're going to be they're, in stores. So now oh, they're, cool. they're really getting their yeah. business. Uh, but they've been at the Saturday market for two years. Uh, they did a Wednesday market in Garden City that was really cool. They were the official beverage of the Hyde Park Street Fair okay. this year. Very nice. Uh, which went really well. Uh, and What's I'm the really, name I'm, of their? Uh, Earth Beverage Company. Earth Beverage Company. Yeah. Okay. And um, I'm really happy for them just because they have worked so hard and um, like every day. That, like I, I believed and could tell that they really love what they do and they work their asses off and now living with them I can see it and um, it's just uh, it, it shows me that you can through your own way find something that means something to you and also can pay the bills and uh, it doesn't have to be so cookie cutter I guess um, so it's pretty cool and they're yeah, wonderful wonderful people that's exciting also. yeah I uh that's something I've been really interested in is people who are starting their own business or yeah. just anything entrepreneurial is super exciting to me. It's like, absolutely. oh, I can just create anything out of nothing, basically. Yeah. Like, I just have to work really hard. Yeah. Well, I think also something that has been on my mind uh, for Boise specifically is being likable <laughs> is so important. 
just through making connections and people giving you chances and yeah. uh, it wasn't really something that I had thought about all that much or how important it is um, because like, like the other day at Cafiena, um, this guy that um, I, I, I went to a music festival in Stanley Okay. and I met all these wonderful hippies and it makes me want to be a hippie. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I became friends with this guy who owns his own food truck. And he came in and he was just like, dude, you have to come work with me or for me at this food truck. And it's only because we hung out once and yeah. he was like, I like that guy. And that would open up like a whole other avenue. So he said this to you when you were working at Cafiana? Or <laughs> well, I'm sorry, confused. like, or he just goes in there. He he came in and well he had talked about it before, um, like while we were at the festival. Mm. But then he he like followed followed up and was still like trying to wow. to get me, which is flattering and just like uh, like I, I guess just the first direct example I could think of for um, what people liking you can do for you. Yeah. Um, and how it's mutually beneficial and uh, just... You didn't take him up on it though? Well, <laughs> he, he, it's... I'm not a line cook. And I don't know why he, he just really, he really thinks that I would be good at it. Um, I mean, you could learn in, I'm sure in a month learn. and you'd be... Yeah. Top of the line, right? Yeah. Top I don't, of the I don't line know. to cook. Nice. Good one, Dad. <laughs> um, I I don't know. That's such a specific thing, but it could be anything. Um, or like, oh, this other time, uh, <laughs> a customer at Caviana got a little a little drunk. You guys serve alcohol there? We do. Oh, We've got okay. local craft beer. Nice. Um, you got I a know. little, well, you come and have I've a beer. I've never been know. in, yeah. Yeah, Jesus. Um, <laughs> uh, I see, you guys have a second location now. We do, on, yeah. Uh, Overland, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's super cute. Uh, not nearly as big of a space, but I think they're doing well. They have a drive-thru, which, like, bless their fucking hearts. Having a drive-thru is the worst. I hate it. It's so probably much. way better for business, though. Maybe just not for like the general happiness of your employees <laughs> that's true i mean in the directly it's probably better for business maybe yeah there's some other issues there yeah. well i guess for boise though like there's there's a time and place for like a like a roastery like Capiana, where you come in and you sit down and like in my head if you're coming in there you should order like like a dopio or like a drip, get a pour over, like because it's fresh, good coffee. Like we we roast once a week, and there's yeah. a lot of culture that goes into that that you can experience and see if you like it. Um, but I don't know if that's really what people in Boise want all the time. So then that's why Dutch and Starbucks like they do so well because it's they kind of yeah. take. I mean, they're serving a very broad need that yeah. a lot of people. Uh, yeah. They take a lot of the thinking out of it for the customer. Yeah. 
the, the thing that bothers me the most because it bothers you well yeah it's a good business model that's it beautiful is. yeah but <laughs> dumb because then <laughs> like i mean i think i can really appreciate like what you guys are doing too but honestly it's like not even like they have more in common with mcdonald's than with you oh i i've always i've actually have been quoted calling starbucks the mcdonald's of coffee <laughs> Like, people don't even really know what they're ordering because they use, like, weird buzzwords and um, their own lingo to, like, Honestly, brainwash. it's marketing genius. It I honestly think is. it's it's incredible. I just hate it. <laughs> I hate it. So why? Why? Because an uninformed public is just not... I, I don't like the idea of that. Like, for whatever it is, wouldn't you want people to know what they're getting? Or do you just want their money? I guess what do they not know? What do they need to know? That's a good question. We don't need to turn this into a coffee debate. Oh, no, no. I'm not trying to debate yeah. anything. Like, if, uh, um, basically, I kind of see it as, like, well, I just kind of want something coffee-like. I kind of like the flavor, the smell, whatever. It's, like, a big cultural symbol, too. It's, like, got to get my coffee. We're getting coffee together. We're meeting for coffee, like you and I are doing right now. Right. Um, and just getting caffeinated. Sure. And so, like, beyond that, unless there's, like, serious health concerns, like, some people are just not going to be interested in anything beyond... Even that list is kind of, like... That's probably even more than people have thought about it. Yeah. And that's all they want. But other people are, like, interested in, as you said, the culture, the experience... The, like the subtlety, the subtlety. Guess, yeah. What there you I'm go. Mostly getting at. And I just, yeah, I feel like there are a lot of times going to be two different customers or the same customer who is, you know, working ten hours on a Monday versus who has the whole day free on a Saturday afternoon. Right. You know. I guess it it is hard to to cater to all of these people. And you, it makes sense that you would choose like more of a specific avenue. Yeah. Um, I guess maybe I maybe my frustration is that um, poor people don't think about it in the same way that I. They do. don't. They can't appreciate it like you do. I guess not. It's like melee. Ah, everything like, is like melee. No, I don't. I haven't played Joker in the new Smash. It's like, <laughs> That just annoyed me for yeah. no reason. And it's just like, it's because I have this whole, you know, mental architecture and just memory that's like this way, you know. Yeah. Maybe do you just, think that's uh, a fair comparison or do you think? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Maybe it just plays into my elitism as a whole. Maybe. I, mean, <laughs> I won't accuse you of it. No, I, I don't. I, I would say that like 19, 20 year old Nick was way more. Uh, just prone to some pretension and thinking that I know better. Uh, and now I want to avoid that so, so much that, because yeah. um, I just disguise it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because I, I mean, we all have our, our areas where we feel like we know what we're talking about. And for me, I guess it's melee coffee and sort of music, but um, yeah, it, <laughs> there, there's like a certain type of person where that extends to like all things 
because they just, for whatever reason, think that they know better. And I think that that's so fucking weird. I mean, I think that's nature plus nurture. It's like, so I've been kind of into like looking at testosterone recently. <laughs> just kind of nerdy and I've been really maybe a weird that. sense of vanity goes into it too. But like, why is that? Well, it's just like, oh, if you have more of it, you're a man. So, like, I need oh. to know, like, how much I've run through my veins or sort of thing. So, I'm interested in getting tested just so I can... It's just good to know, honestly, sure. just as a health marker to make sure you're like, doing yeah. all right. It's an important one, um, right? Yeah, I was thinking, like, probably a lot of these mostly dudes who I know who are, like, extremely... They just want to argue about absolutely everything. They're really loud you know this and that it's like they're probably just biologically predisposed to that and it's like they literally have to fight themselves to not you know get so into that sort of frame of mind sure. does that excuse it though um i don't think i mean so. are they are they sinning i don't know like <laughs> it, oh it's just God. kind of the personality type where i'm kind of like well I'm not going to be super close friends with 99% of people. Mm. And let's say I just don't have the predisposition to be attracted to that type of person. Mm. Okay. But just like with everyone else, regardless of whether you're super shy and I have to sort of like lean into like opening someone up, right? Or just getting things moving. Sure. I'm going to have to play the reciprocal role for this like highly aggressive person to you're just get the most out of the relationship. Wave dashing back. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, sometimes, some people you have to wave dash back. Yeah, they do. And sometimes you down smash them. <laughs> That's, it's interesting. So you, you wouldn't want to take charge then or try to steer them. You would want to... I mean, I've made the mistake of just arguing for arguing's sake in the past because mm. I thought it was fun, but... I think unless it's really clear that the argument's kind of a joke and it's like kind of this fun game you're playing where like the psychological satisfaction in a healthy way is the end result of that. Sure. Winning the Besides argument? Besides that, no, just like oh. having it and like oh, wow. oh, arguing okay. about this dumb thing and it's funny <laughs> oh, and we're okay. just picking gotcha. sides. But if I'm really, it's like, that's not the best way to persuade someone. Like they're probably going to like me less, I'll probably like them less. and. I mean, it's just looking at how you can maximize the interactions you're, you're having with people. Hmm. And this goes back to, you know, getting offered to work for this person or that person. Or sure, yeah. There's this opportunity. And it's all because, like, I was playing my part in relation to the other person, you know? Sure. I guess just trying to find some middle ground instead of uh, dividing or... Yeah, I mean, I to put it pretty each, each person's different, like, a lot of times I think you can just get away with, like, yielding to whatever they say, hmm. and then you maybe even say something that's contradictory, but you've phrased it so differently, or you've put it in such different terms that they're not even going to realize, and hmm. so you've still been, like, in a sense, true to yourself, Okay. and you say what you think, but, uh, and, and a lot of it actually is just, like, non-verbals 
right? It's not even about what you're saying most of the time. It's just, <laughs> it's just like, what's your energy, and how am I gonna tailor my energy to that person so mm. that we, our relationship flourishes? Well, I think more. I, I, I think of men in particular that don't view it in that way at all. Like they, they're I think more almost like no one thinks about interactions like that. Yeah. Kind of like uh, just inserting themselves, or um, maybe it's because they think they have something to prove. Like, um, I guess it, yeah. it makes it makes me feel like they're just trying to have everybody else deal with them instead of trying to to coexist. Um, and yeah, that, they're probably insecure. They want yeah. attention. They want to be validated. It's just so sad to me. Thanks for listening to episode six of Inside Kevin C. Hope you enjoyed it. I hope you feel like you got to know Nick and myself um, a little bit better. And um, yeah, don't be afraid to leave a comment or send me a message letting me know what you think. And uh, that about wraps it up. Enjoy the rest of your day.